0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pylon, and NFC North podcast, and welcome back as we get ready for week 10 of the NFL season. The second half of the season is upon us, and we got a lot to talk about here. Big weekend of NFL football headed your way, especially for the NFC North. Um, We are missing Kinger on this week's, this episode, uh, the preview, but that's okay, he... They're, they're, the Green Bay Packers are playing the Jaguars. Uh, but we'll get into that in a moment. But I'm Big Z representing the Detroit Lions. Uh, then we got Remy representing the Vikings. Skull to the bowl. Purple rain in control. Go Vikes. And then we got Barney representing the
1: Bears. Good to be back, Big Z. Remy, I got bad news for you, brother.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, and we'll get... Uh, there's going to be a lot of bad blood, I'm sure, this week uh, between you two. The Bears uh, hosting the Vikings on Monday night, um, but as I mentioned, on the top kinger couldn't be here, so we're just going to get into this game really quickly, just to talk, uh, just to highlight it. Um, none of us want to talk about the Packers that long, personally, <laughs> um, but the Packers are 12 and a half point favorites at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who actually put up a decent game. Last weekend against the Texans. Screwed me and Barney's best bet. Uh, we both had the Texans six and a half and the, the goddamn uh, <laughs> Jaguars score with what? What was that? 19 seconds left just to fuck us
1: over? Quarterback scramble. Yep. Bullshit.
0: Damn Jake Luton of Oregon State uh, starting for the Jags- Jaguars. Didn't have a terrible game last week, right? Uh, I didn't get into his stats, uh, but I don't think it was a terrible game for uh rookie sixth round draft pick, uh, going against, well, not a, not a great defense in the Houston by any means, but, uh, how do you fellows feel about the the green Bay this week? Do they have anything to worry about, uh, with Jacksonville?
1: I sure hope not. I mean, uh, I mean, if, if, if you want to be the team that's representing the, the NFC North, I, I don't think you, you can, uh, you can drop a game or even have a, Really tight game with a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I'm pretty sure will might be in contention for that top overall draft pick at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, the, even the the Jaguars made the Lions' defense look like a top ten defense this year. That's how bad they are. Um. Uh. But Jake Jake Luton was 26 of 38 last week, one touchdown and a pick. Uh, got sacked a couple times. The only thing that Green Bay needs to worry about is James Robinson. The running back on Jacksonville, he's been consistently about a ninety to hundred yard rusher every week for them, so that that would be the only concern. After um, we know the Packers have had a up and down year in terms of the run game and uh, the defending it more particularly, uh, but let's 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 just go around really quick and give our predictions on this game again. The Packers twelve and a half point favorites, easily the biggest favorite on the weekend. Uh, but let's start with you, Remy. How you feeling about the Packers? Right, you, you, you can't pick against them this week, right? They're 12 and a half point favorites. I don't care if they're
2: 30 <laughs> point favorites. Number one rule is you don't root for the Packers, and I don't bet on the Packers either. Uh, fellas, I'm going to take this an upset. I'm going to say 35-34. Jacksonville <laughs> is just going to win in Jacksonville fashion.
0: I don't know what <laughs> fashion that is, but it's going to be a fashion. Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, the, the other good player I should mention for the Jaguars, DJ Shark, uh, someone for the Packers to worry about as well. But their cornerbacks, I think will cover it. But Barney, anything for the Green Bay here? Any concern in your prediction?
1: I think uh, Packers handled the Jags, uh, but I won't give them the cover. I'll say 27-16 Packers.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, hmm. Well, I I think they do get the cover here, and I think they I think the Packers easily score thirty plus points in this game. This Jaguars defense, very very bad. I I, I don't like it at all. Um, I'm gonna go thirty four to twenty. Uh, the Packers will cover that 12-and-half point spread. How confident am I? Uh, we'll tune in to best bets at the end of the episode to see if I will include it or not. But two of the three of them um, kinger also is going to be predicting the packers win obviously um and if there was an episode for him to miss it is the one discussing uh this jaguars team in contention with the jets for worst team in the nfl it's amazing it still amazes me the jaguars beat the colts in week one of this season this year uh week one of the nfl is always goofy i guess this is one of those things because they've shown nothing but ineptitude the rest of the season but enough about let's Enough about that game. Let's get into the, the, the other games here. Uh, so I'll get into my team now because your team is, is playing the last game of the weekend. So the Detroit Lions, four-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Washington football team. I have to make sure to correct myself. It's not the Redskins. It's the Washington football team. I've made that mistake uh, several times this year already. So the the Redskins, before well, before I we get in that game, an injury update. The Lions had 13 players out of practice today. 25% of their roster did not practice. Um, let us let me just highlight who didn't practice. Agnew. Jamal Agnew, wide receiver. Joe Dahl, our starting left guard. Kenny Galladay, our number one wide receiver. Tracy Walker, our starting safety. Taylor Decker, our starting left tackle, although he's expected to play. The rest, uh, Taylor Decker on that I'm about to say are expected to play. They just didn't practice. Christian Jones, linebacker, Daryl Roberts, Danny Shelton, Desmond Trufant, big VR, big offseason right guard slash tackle, and then TJ Hawkins. and actually did practice today. And then Everson Griffin, rep me, didn't even come to practice today. He's not injured. Nobody knows what the hell's going on with him. So Lions coming in this game extremely banged up. Barney, I'm sure you know the feeling. Uh it's, <laughs> with uh, the injury report this year. The Lions are very much in a similar boat right now. Um, Stafford finally got to go home for the first time in two weeks after he was a close contact for COVID. Never tested positive, by the way. Um, but, you know, the, the Redskins, Kyle, did you guys see Kyle Allen's injury last week? Brutal. Remy, did you get a chance to see it? No, I didn't, know. Oh, uh, did you see Dak Prescott's injury earlier this yeah, year? Yeah, yep, yep very similar in terms of ankle and foot hanging off from the bottom of the leg in the wrong direction. Uh, so I feel really bad for him, fractured his ankle, a few ligaments, he's out for the year. So now Alex Smith, great story. I just want a shout out to Alex Smith for he's going to be starting his first NFL game and since he broke his leg a few years ago, he's been in a couple games this year, but this is the first one he's actually starting. Uh, will Alex Smith win Comeback Player of the Year? Do you guys think just be, just for the simple fact that he's on the field and going to be starting an NFL game? I would I would think so. Hey, that's a good point. He had seventeen plus surgeries on his leg, <laughs> uh, and and almost uh, died apparently. They they there's some artery clogging and stuff like that that would have affected his long term health. Just a crazy story. Um, and, and any other week, I'd be rooting for him. But I wish nothing but misery on him on Sunday this week. Um, and I hope he plays the way he played last week against the Giants. He threw three interceptions. Um, not a great game. Nine receptions. Uh, so Lion Sands, if you're listening. Uh, or this is also a guy I've seen on Fantasy available in a lot of leagues. A, a guy named J.D. McKissick. He was a former running back for the Lions last year, but he was a toolsy guy. He's going over the Redskins here. He got target. This is a running back that got targeted 14 times last week by the Redskins. Nine catches for 65 yards on 14 targets and a touchdown. So if you're looking for a fantasy guy to pick up, I've seen him in a lot of my leagues at least, still available. I scooped him up. Uh, but J.D. McKissick, uh, this is a guy the Lions will have to worry about uh, covering. I would imagine Jamie Collins being on him. I hope it's not like Jamie Collins of last week, who is trying to defend Delvin Cook in the past game to – no success whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh the, the offense here for the Lions, this is gonna be interesting. Have, have any of our teams played the Redskins or, or I'm sorry, the Washington football team. It's just the Lions, right? So uh, have you guys gotten a chance to see the Redskins D line? It's a it's a loaded D line, it's one of the better ones in the entire league. Uh
1: oh yeah. Yeah, there. Uh, I mean, you got Jonathan Allen up there. You got Montez Sweat, who's really having a great, mm-hmm. you know, start his his uh, career. Um, you got Ryan Kerrigan, a staple that's been there forever. Um, you got Deron Payne. I mean, and that- then Chase Young. Yeah, and then Chase Young, you got you got Alabama, you know, <laughs> all of Alabama's interior defensive alignment and then uh, just some studs like you just mentioned on the outside. It's, so. Yeah, it's
0: ridiculous. I'm 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 really worried, especially on the interior pass rush uh, for the Lions in this game. I think Taylor Decker is going to hold his own against Kerrigan, Chase Young, whoever it may be, coming off the edge. Montez Sweat, T- Taylor Decker's been really reliable this year. Even our right tackle Tyrell Crosby's been relatively reliable, but Big V, our big offseason signing. I think he's playing on one and a half feet. Like his foot is like half broken. And he's he's looked sluggish out there all year. And then our rookie left guard Jonah Jackson, he's looked slightly above uh, mediocre this year. I'm not going to say he's a world beater by any means, but uh, up the center, up. Uh, luckily, you got Frank Ragnow in the middle, a top five center in the league. But our guard play has not been stellar in the past game, and going against a Jonathan Allen this week, I think will be worrisome and something to watch for for sure but i do think the secondary of this washington team is bad i don't like their run defense at all it's one of the worst in the league so i i I think swiss gonna have a big day at least over 80 yards um i don't know what his over under rushing is right now but if it's if it's anything less than 80 uh, i would take it immediately i think he's gonna have a big day here but i do think stafford's gonna throw for three or four touchdowns in this game i think he's gonna be playing pissed off He's back in the building this week and ready. Getting practice reps. He's back home, off the COVID list. A lot of positive vibes. A lot of positive vibes this week for the Lions. And they haven't won a home game in eight straight attempts. So I hope this is the one. If you if it's not the Redskins, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. I'm doing it again. Damn it. Uh, I don't know who it's gonna be. So I have the Lions winning this game. Thirty-one to 21 so I, I have the lions covering that four and the four and a half point spread uh barney what do you think
1: yeah big z i gotta ask uh yeah. this this outcome is solely um you know depending on the availability of kenny galladay what is his status do you oh he'll,
0: he's not gonna play i don't expect him to play uh, but I, I I think this Washington defense beyond the front four is not great. So I I think the Lions can work around that. Um, T.J. Hawkinson's gonna have a, a pretty good day. I I envision him getting another touchdown to one up Jimmy Graham. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> um, it's it's crazy. Our, our, our uh, Jimmy Graham and T.J. Hawkinson. I swear they like if they they like get like a. They wear these watches, you know, those contact tracing watches. But I think it alerts Jimmy Graham and T.J. Hawkinson one 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 of the other scores because the other other the other one always seems to score like within 20 minutes of each other. It definitely happened Who, last week like that. Who's leading that? By the way, it's tied. We're tied at five. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> They're both having great years. Um. <laughs> uh,
1: I would I would say just to get to a prediction, yeah. um, you know, it, it hurts a lot that Kenny Galladay is out. I know you brought up a stat last week Does that hurt. the Lions team doesn't uh, usually fare too well without him out nope. there. Uh, I, I think Marvin Jones is more than capable to have himself a day. I'm sure he'll get a touchdown, um, but I think that front that front seven is going to be a lot tougher than uh, than you're thinking. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with an upset here. I'm gonna go at Washington, winning twenty-three to twenty. We talking last-second
2: field goal, or
1: I don't know. I just want to see Big Z in some misery. That's all.
0: I don't. I don't even if I call it misery anymore. It's just like status quo, like. If they win, I'm I'm, you know, emotions through the roof. If they lose, it's just it's another Sunday at this point with the Lions. Uh d- not to say I don't get depressed and it, my Sunday's kind of ruined when they lose, but I don't know. It's a weird to mix of emotions, but <laughs> they're re- they're relatively consistent over my lifetime, unfortunately. Besides um the the one year when they uh, went to the playoffs and blew it against the Cowboys, that I was really high on that team. But <laughs> regardless, um Remy, me. How do you feel about my lions? Come on, baby. Give me, give me, give me some love here. Oh yeah. I think you guys have
2: everything you need on offense um, without Galladay. And like, like you said, uh, I've, I've been rooting for Swift to have a big game Um and I, I like Jones jr. Um I'm going to have to say it's going to be probably 24, 17 in favor of the lions.
0: They're in the a boy. That's what I like to hear. That-a-boy, that-a-boy. All right, so that'll wrap up our Lions uh, talk. But now let's go on to the Monday night game. The Monday night game in Chicago. And, uh, Barney, what's the spread on this game as the Bears are hosting Remy's Minnesota Vikings?
1: At this point in time, I believe it's... uh, The Bears are a a two-and-a-half-point dog at home. Uh, But the... it looks like a lot of the money is going in on uh, Minnesota, so I kind of expect that to 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 increase up to even a field goal. Yeah,
0: I, I see three right now on my screen. So, Oh,
1: ah, okay. It just changed during the course of this
0: like... podcast, actually. Yeah,
2: it, it, I had it at two. You... I had it at
0: uh, two and a half.
2: Beautiful, but uh, <laughs> got you right where we want you.
0: <laughs> um, Barney, how do you, how do you feel about defending Delvin Cook? This week, are you confident? Because I was confident last week and that didn't work out. Give him the proper title back
2: to back player of the week, Chef Dalvin Cook. Barney, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Um, you know, I think Dalvin Cook's a tremendous player. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, say that or downplay what he's been doing or say that it hasn't been great. Um, but The Vikings have not been, have not shown up to a Bears Vikings game in quite some time since 2017 to be exact. Yeah, and so, you know i I think I honestly think we kind of got the big brother mentality when we face Minnesota uh, (laughs) as of late, and I think that. I think that although Delvin Cook is good and he'll, I'm sure he'll have a pretty good, damn good game, but I don't think it's going to be enough to to tip the scale
2: um, to beat Nick Foles you know, or or wait, is it Trubisky this week or I I I don't know you you don't think we have the firepower after beating a dominating Green Bay and then coming out and proving ourselves to the Lions?
1: Look, I wouldn't be surprised if Delvin Cook you know, has himself a day and you guys win. That is the state of the Bears right now. However, I'm just going to go with what I've seen the last, I don't know, six times we've played. And I don't think you're going to have a successful running game. I don't know what it is to when we face you guys, but I don't think you guys make adjustments uh, to beat us. And I, I think, well, all right. So offensively, I think, in order for us to have ourselves a game and be competitive, um, I'm all for having a balanced attack, but given like Minnesota struggles in the you secondary. we have to exploit
2: our corners.
1: We have to exploit the corners and we gotta be more efficient on offense because that's where we I mean, are just dog shit. And so I think on first downs, we need to be more aggressive and pass on those first downs. Um you know, and just kind of get you guys on your heels. Uh, I, I I have respect for guys like Eric Kendricks. I think he's one of the best linebackers in the league. It's not like your defense is, you know, some easy defense to, to attack, especially for our offense, which has been abysmal. Um, but at the end of the day, defensively, I think Hicks, Bilal Nichols, and Roquan Smith do enough uh, to make sure that they put a clamp down on Dalvin Cook and not let him go off for 200 yards. Um, as long as guys like, uh, Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn can get after Kirk Cousins, dude, just let Kirk beat himself. Kirk cannot play outside of noon on Sunday. This is a primetime game. Okay. He is 09 uh, in Monday Night Football. I, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, especially given how good we are defending the pass. So, um, you know, I, I almost don't even want us to sack him as much. I want him just to like hear us breathing and him to just have an ill-timed pass right to one of our cornerbacks for a pick six or some shit. Uh, but I mean, our focus has really just gotta be on Delvin yeah. Cook and not letting him get off the get off the ground. It's gonna be a pretty chilly night. Uh it's in Chicago. Um you know, we're out of a dome. I like the Bears in this every step of the way. I think it's a, I think it's it's never going to be, you know, in doubt. You know, like, I mean, the game is going to be a close one, but we're built to win ugly. And I think our defense does enough to make sure that Kirk Cousins, somebody who cannot play in prime time, does not get a victory. And here. Barney, I mean,
0: you know, uh, the Bears do have, like, the, it's a top five pass defense, but they're only – middle of the pack run defense and we saw them get exploited by the Rams. Do you think they've fixed those issues since they last uh, played like a good running team like the Rams? Um, They look good against Henry last week, right?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I, I thought we, we had a good solid game plan with Henry, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, as, as far as it comes, I know Roy Robertson Harris, he just got shoulder uh, surgery. So uh, you know, that's kind of a bummer with our D line. Um David Montgomery right now is in concussion protocol. So, you know, I'm not standing here saying, you know, I'm gonna bet my life savings that the Bears are gonna win. But um I, I mean I, I'm just gonna have to lean towards the past, uh, the past couple times we faced him and and really the Vikings have had no answer. I know we haven't been as strong in the past in, in our run game, but I think our own philosophy where the Rams are a completely different team than the Vikings in terms of, I believe in Sean McVay's way to draw up plays and um, scheme blocking and protection. Whereas I think if we just dumb it down to the Vikings and just say, Hey Kirk, you're going to have to beat us. Then it's not going to be that big of an issue.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I'm, Kirk Cousins didn't beat the Lions last week. It was Delvin Cook, full full throttle. And, I mean, he's what makes this team go. Uh, But, Remy, are you confident that, let's just say Delvin Cook averaging two yards a carry, maybe even three, like not, not doing what he's been doing all year. Do you have any confidence Kirk Cousins can beat this Bears defense if it comes to it?
2: No, yeah. Uh I have plenty of confidence in not only Kirk Cousins, but this this the whole team. <laughs> this whole team, you know, it it comes down to Dalvin Cook didn't beat the Lions. It comes down to Dalvin Cook didn't or Kirk Cousins didn't beat the Lions, Kirk Cousins didn't beat the Packers, it was Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. People, we gotta realize that this offensive line has been playing lights out since the bye. Uh you know, coming into the season, one of the biggest addresses was corner and O line and The first half of the season, we were getting obliterated by because Kirk could just not get the ball out. Now he's dropping back, clean pocket, getting the ball out to Dalvin. Dalvin has had holes that are monstrous to run through. So I think, and when Minnesota finds their way to win, they'll go that way and they'll stick to that direction. Now, you know, like I said, Kirk Cousins, 0 9, Monday Night Football. Haven't beaten the Bears. <laughs> we we I mean we haven't beaten the Bears since two thousand seventeen and we're we're statistically not good in Chicago, but going forward, this is the coldest game of the season. Uh the rest of the schedule here on out is either in domes or in warm weather. Um so Minnesota, you know, you gotta you gotta come out and you, you, you come out of your bye week, you put an ass whooping on the Packers, an ass whooping on the Lions. If you want to really have your identity and become a good football team. You need to come out and beat your third division opponent. And I mean, when the the Vikings winning this game puts them at four and five and the bears at five and four. So then we got a whole nother week of talking, but no. And like I said, uh, even, even um, with our corners, you know, banged up still, I think Cameron Dantzler just got off uh, the injury report uh, with concussion, but Jeff glad Jeff Gladney, has been playing solid, you know, you, from week one to week now five or six. He's been solid, just improving every week. And I do think, you know, us going off to a slow start has was mainly because there was no preseason, and now guys are finally learning the offense and getting up to speed. So it's really, I just, I, I don't think any anybody has the formula really to stop Dalvin once they get in their groove. And if you can't stop Dalvin, you're not going to beat the Minnesota Vikings.
1: All right. Um, so, Remy, I just want to. I just pulled up your guys' schedule. You guys faced Green Bay, who doesn't have a good defense. You guys faced the Colts, a damn good defense, a- at least at the beginning of the year before everybody kind of started going down, but they can stop the run. And they did versus you guys. You guys had 11 points. Then you guys faced the Titans, not a good defense this year. Then you faced the Texans, not a good defense. Then you faced Seahawks. Those should not be three wins good in a row. Then you faced- yeah. Hold on. Then you face the Falcons. Not a good defense. Then you had your bye. And then you face the Packers and the Lions. And since you're bye, you're saying that nobody can stop it. I'm sorry, but if, but if, if, you're, if your success, your key to success is getting Dalvin Cook to run the ball and run it efficiently, and that's your guys' philosophy, then the two teams I mentioned, the Packers and the Lions, shouldn't stand in your way. Now those two guys, and and you have to play the opponent that's in front of you, and that's not a knock on you guys. All I'm saying is that of all those teams defensively, the Bears look like the Colts, not any of those other seven or eight teams that I mentioned. So I think that I know you got a lot of lot of faith that nobody can stop Dalvin, and maybe I'll eat my words on on Monday or Tuesday whenever we chat, but. I I uh, I think the Bears have the recipe to stop Delve, and I think we've done it the last two three years. Yeah,
2: this is like uh, deja vu with Kinger again because I believe it was Kinger that said that the Packers he was uh, not worried about their run game at all, and then he ate his words
1: on the very next
2: podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I, I I will I will reiterate. I think our offense, no matter what, puts any team in contention to beat us. Okay? So I'm not saying that we're going to slam dunk win this game. I'm just saying that if we get beat, I don't see it from Dalvin Cook running all over us. That's all.
0: And I love Remy um, having confidence in Kirk Cousins all of a sudden. You got to. (laughs) How many weeks ago was it when you were playing Atlanta? Three weeks? Uh, you were saying get rid of them now. You're, now you got confidence in them again. I was speculating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. But Remy, what if the Vikings? You you talked about like their sudden like they're opening up polls on the offensive line. What what has changed? Like what what are they doing differently the last two weeks that they weren't doing the previous five six weeks before that. Ezra Cleveland, our fill-in right guard. Uh, Pat, Pat Alflein
2: normally starts. Uh, wasn't having a very good season last year. Got injured, I believe, this year. And in comes our second rounder who we drafted as a tackle, uh, Ezra Cleveland, but he came in and played guard. Um, you pair him up there with O'Neal and then Garrett Bradbury, our uh, first pick from last year, our center. Um and Riley Reef has been playing lights out since he's got the contract restructure. So our offensive line just has to be good enough to make the plays Dalvin can get through any hole possible. There's a, a small hole. Dalvin is getting through it. He might get a little tripped up, but he's staying on his feet and he's going. We've seen that. So as long as and, and as long as the left tackle isn't getting blown by and Kirk's getting smacked by Khalil Mack, uh, you know, I, I think I think the Vikings will probably open up the screen game a little more to get the ball out a little quicker and lean on Dalvin some more if, if if the line does start to, you know, give up and start causing problems for Kirk. Because, I, I mean, Barney, you're right. This, probably one of the toughest defenses we're going to face. But I also thought that about Green Bay and Dalvin Cook made him look fraudulent. So I'm just kind of leaning on Cook for this one.
1: He's- I, well, I, I I would I would say your first mistake is saying that our defense is <laughs> is comparable to 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 Green Bay. It's the only reason the Bears are a team in 2020. But sure, yeah, I mean, all right.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, you all know, right. Packers Twitter was all brought bought in on the Preston and Zadarius Z- Z- Smith and this and that and who and who and I don't even care because I hate the Packers. So I thought they just had a good team. You can't.
1: You can't trust people from Green Bay. They willfully live in Green Bay. That's their first mistake. Kinger, all right, you and Kinger, know that when not you're bright.
2: listening to this, we're sorry we're shit talking you, but we just hate the Packers, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: All right. So I'm going to give a prediction here. Go. Um, I think uh like I mentioned um the Bears will have enough to do uh what it takes to stop them. It'll be close, it'll be a nail biter, but I'll go Bears twenty-four, Vikings twenty-three.
0: All right, so that's the over, right? Uh forty three and a half is the over under in this game. So that would go over right there. That score. Um Remy, what do you got? So
2: I already know, at least I hope Dalvin's going to go off for the sake of the argument this whole time. I hope Dalvin goes off, but I'm still going to predict the score anyway because Kirk can lead the team. Uh, I'm going to go 24-9 to uh, Minnesota. You guys are just going to get three field goals. We're not going to let you in the end zone.
0: Look at that. that that's confidence right there. <laughs> um. So... Of the type,
1: I feel like we should we should figure out some sort of just wager, and we we could take this offline, but we'll we'll mention it or something like that. Whoever whoever wins or loses has to do some sort of punishment. That's fair. I can't I can't take this. I can't take this over optimistic guy over there who's been on such an emotional roller coaster this year.
0: Can I propose? Can I propose a, a wager for you guys that I, I I did with my other buddy who's a Bears fan actually. I, I kind of like it at least um, if you the the loser uh, so the, the guy who wins gets to write an essay and will make in this case since for Instagram a minute or less video you get to you have the read off and a, a essay from the winner on Instagram so the loser has a read off an essay from the winner uh, that's a minute long so you, you can make him say whatever you want on video it's like a testimonial almost.
2: I I like that. that. I don't like writing essays, but I like that because it's gonna
0: be (laughs) victory. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's do that then. Let's do that, and it's it'll only be a minute, so you don't have to write a lot. Whoever wins, if you don't like writing, but uh, it's just something fun. Uh, So I'm I'm the tiebreaker here, huh? Uh, I I like the way the Vikings are rolling right now. I don't like the the direction the Bears are going. I but I do think it's a really close game uh i have the vikings winning this 24 to 20 love it uh, uh, yeah it's gonna be a close one but i i do like uh the way the vikings are rolling right now and i think they're figuring some things out on defense as well and uh, the vikings don't have a great defense but the bears don't have a great offense and i like the way uh minnesota's minnesota's uh, running the ball and i think that's the bears weakness on defense to a degree is their run defense so th- that's why it's close, but the Vikings are going to take it, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so that is our NFC North preview for Week 10. Uh, so let us know on Instagram what do you feel about these games uh, for your teams. All right, now it's time for Best Bets. So, Barney, I'm going to throw it over to you to give a recap and then give us, our, your, um, give us your Best Bets for Week 10.
1: Uh, not a good week last week, fellas. Uh, I went one and two along with Remy, uh, Big Z. You're at the bottom. Uh, of the 0-3 Lions week.
0: lose all oh, my bets. Lose bad week nine for Zach, but that's all right. We're, week week ten's a new week. It's a new week. Got to make it back. Kinger
1: Kinger found a way to bounce back though. He went two and one. So the standings go: uh, Remy and Kinger are tied, and and last, uh, Big Z. You are in second, and I am in first for. Um for the best bets. So without further ado, uh this week I am going with the Pitt Cincinnati under mm. at 45 and a half. Um I think uh Joe Burrow faces one of the best defenses in the league and maybe has one of his worst games. Um also I'm not sure if Mason Rudolph or Big Ben is gonna play. Um I don't know what's going to happen, but I think Pittsburgh defense, especially not being able to be uh, respected last weekend with uh, Dallas and then coming out flat, I think they they come back and they have a, a good game. So the under 45-and-a-half for Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. My next game is the New York football Giants are getting three-and-a-half points at home versus Philly. Uh, I think – that uh, Philly is not a good team and I know that uh, you know home field advantage doesn't mean all that much but I've seen the Giants play great during uh, primetime games and I think they have enough to to cover three and a half spreads. so um, I'm gonna go with the Giants there and then last I'm gonna go Monday night football never felt more <laughs> comfortable with a three point dog here in Chicago, but Chicago plus three facing Kirk cousins, prime time, Kirk cousins, not going to fucking happen. Uh, plus three, I'll take the bears.
0: All right, Barney. Uh, and the giants, you know, they had that crazy game on Thursday night against the Eagles. They probably should have won Uh crazy comeback by the Eagles in the fourth quarter. Uh, so they definitely can compete with philly uh that three and a half is interesting uh the the bears won oh all right <laughs> uh i hope, i just hope you don't you know you don't have the you know the blinders on as a bears fan that's all I'm saying you know it's it's
1: let me let me ask you real quick big z because i i don't want i don't want uh uh Remy's answer because I know it'll be diluted just like mine would be, <laughs> but if we can stop Delvin cook. Do you like Kirk Cousins winning this game? And do you like Kirk Cousins winning by more than three points? In I don't time? like
0: Kirk Cousins in a in a scenario where he's taking shotgun snaps or uh, taking dropbacks like straight out of the out of, – he's best in – the offense works when it's play action. So if he, it becomes like, you know, Kirk Cousins passing here, 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 um, no, I, then I don't like it. But I, I'm i pretty confident that the Vikings are going to have a decent up-run game in this game, uh, as per my prediction earlier. Fair enough. Uh, so, Remy, what is your best bets for Week 10?
2: So, my first bet, I got the Colts-Titans. I'm taking the under in that game. Going to be boring, boring, boring. No scoring that makes the under. Um, then, uh, Rams-Seahawks game. I got the Rams minus one and a half. It's- I, like I've said and been consistent on all podcasts, I like the Rams. I think they found their groove. I I just roll with it. Keep just keep winning. Uh, last game. Enough of the Viking slander. Enough of the Kirk Cousins slander. Enough of the zero nine <laughs> slander. I'm taking the Vikes minus three. <laughs> and when Kirk Cousins gets his first win on Monday Night Football against the Bears. And if he does it in either walk off touchdown fashion or throws for over three hundred yards, every single person on this podcast is going to hear it from me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, and I just want to—you said the under in the Colts Titans. That over under right now is forty eight and a half. So the he has under forty eight and a half is one of his best bets. Um. All right. So time for my best bets this week. It's. This is tough. The first one I'm going to go with, though, is the Cardinals. I like them at home. I went with them last week against the Dolphins. They nearly had it. And then, well, Kyler Murray just handed them a touchdown pretty much, floating the ball out and then fumbling and scooping score. That never really cost my uh, my bet there. But I like them against the Bills here. I, I don't like that Bills defense. I think Kyler Murray matches up really well with that defense. The over-under in that one's 56, by the way. Uh, so Cardinals two-point favorites. I really like them. <sighs> these next two are these next two are tough. I, I was tempted to go with the Bengals, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna avoid that. Um, I I'll, I'll go with I I really do like the Giants at home. Three and a half point underdogs. That that's a tough team. They're playing really well. Philly is coming off a bye. That's the only thing that worries me about that game a little bit. Uh, and they are getting a little healthy. Like Jalen Rager is coming back to play. But I that that Giants team plays tough. I think Golden Tate should be back. At, they they bench him last week. <laughs> Did you see that? He didn't even travel with the team. He was complaining about not getting the ball enough. So Joe Judge, their head coach, said, "All right, you're not you're not playing this week. Then stop whining, stop bitching, and uh, get with the program here." So I think that might resonate. I I think he might have a big game uh, this week actually against Philly. And then, lastly, uh, I I I like. The Vikings. I gotta go with them on Monday night as well. I, I I like that that three point spread. If it goes to two and a half, all over it. If it goes to three and a half, I would say no. I would I would I would avoid it. I would I would take the. I don't know what I would do. I I I just I would avoid it if it goes to three and a half. But if it's three Vikings, I say take it. Um, two and a half, absolutely. So those are my those are my best bets uh, for a week. The right definition
1: here. of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't feel more comfortable now that now that you have also liked that spread, especially you two bottom feeders right now. All right, <laughs> so uh, uh, thank you for that little uh, oomph. Of justice. Whatever, you, whatever
0: helps you sleep at night, Barney. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode, previewing week 10 of the NFL season. A lot of fun football ahead. A um, lot of big playoff ramifications uh, ahead as well. Uh, the Lions and Vikings could be completely or nearly knocked out of the playoff picture. A couple wins by them and the Bears fall. Uh, it, it, then it gets really interesting really fast. So we'll we'll see we'll see uh but thank you everybody for listening instagram at the pylon follow us on there over a thousand followers always posting new stuff on there our best bets on sunday videos uh, every now and then some breaking news everything please follow us on there and then please subscribe to this podcast on apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts and please leave a review we'd really appreciate it and any feedback you might have we also appreciate that um so for barney remy I'm Big Z. Uh, Kinger's not here, but for him as well. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, with that Monday night game, we'll probably get an episode to you out next Tuesday or Wednesday. So it'll be a later episode than usual because of the Monday night game. But thank you, everybody, for listening. And have a great weekend. And good luck with your bets. Bear down. School.